podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Still Giggs goes. He's through. He scored. Ryan Giggs. He's at the goal that's played for Manchester United. To the left. Right footed. It's a clear header. And it's into the left. Soccer has won the European Cup for Manchester United. Welcome to a special episode of the Stratocast. I'm joined by MMA fighter Pietro Menga, who has headlines a fight at Victoria Warehouse, Manchester on 24th of February. We have four tickets for that fight. We picked two people to give two tickets each to. And in this interview, we speak about his career as a fighter, his hopes to join the UFC, and obviously being a massive Manchester United fan, he's hoping to to gather a following of Reds the go to football matches that might be interested in going to all sorts of combat sport. So Pietro joined us for an interview of about 20 or so minutes. Really interesting guy. I apologise for my sore throat. You might hear a bit of coughing, which there's nothing I can do about that. But look, you've got two podcasts in one week. and We said we'd surprise you with this one. So in sit up, enjoy with a cup of tea. And let us know what you think on Twitter. Um, by the way, to to win those tickets for this fight, you need to go onto our Twitter at Stretty News and retweet and like the pin tweet. Um, you'll see an advertisement for the fight itself. It's a Celtic Gladiator event, um, and he's fighting a Brazilian who has a record of of ten to one. His record, he's he's unbe- unbeaten and a champion of two different weight divisions. So um, he's de- he's definitely a fighter to watch out for. So hopefully you enjoy the podcast, and we'll see you again next week for another show. Thank you. So I'm here with MMA fighter Pietro Menga. How are you, Pietro? I'm good, mate. Thanks. How are you? Not too bad. So you're a big United fan. You're a fighter. Um, how did you start following United, and when did it all start for you? I mean, as a kid, it was. Um, I grew up in Salford. Um, obviously, my team, Man United, and um, I was, you know, bang into my into my sports and my playing football and, and fighting, boxing, basically, and uh, martial arts. So, I mean, they both kind of went hand in hand. I obviously trained more and got more involved in the martial arts, but then I was also playing a lot of football. Um, and, you know, I've always been a follow, followed United. And um, my MMA career kind of just progressed from a kid, really, because I was doing it at a very young age, tie boxing and wrestling and so mm. on. And, um, yeah, I mean, everything kind of just unfolded itself. And, and now I'm here... Um, Fighting and representing uh, Manchester and in this big fight next week. Brilliant, which this fight next week is obviously Victoria Warehouse in Manchester on the 24th of February. Um, who are you fighting? I'm fighting um, a Brazilian called Ramison Famiga. Okay. Um, I think he's from Manus in Brazil and he um, he's undefeated in the weight class. He's uh, 10 wins, 0 losses. Um, he's only got one loss and that's at the weight class above. Um, so he's a stern test, you know. It's, it's an international elite level fight, and it's um, you know it's a fight that's going to get me back into the UFC and get me to one day fighting for that UFC title, which is what I want. We'll talk about the UFC a bit later, but just on on this opponent, the, the Brazilian you're talking about, are you confident? Oh, I'm very very confident. I mean, I, I feel brilliant. It's one of the best training camps I've ever had. Um, funnily enough, my last fight was like over a year and a half ago now, um, but I've, I think I've developed and improved so much since then. Um, I'm just in a, I'm just in a position now where I just feel like I'm gonna, it's all going to unfold on fight night. I can't wait to get in there. 
fantastic. Well, you spoke um, briefly there about growing up and playing a bit of football and all the different combat sports you were interested in. Did you ever look at fighters like, say, Ricky Hatton or Anthony Kowala and hope that one day you can attract, say, a football following background at your fights and, and, and boost you? Um, big time, you know, say, football fans always kind of go hand in hand with they might go on a away day to watch United and then Anthony Crowley could be fighting that night and they all go to that as well. Is that mm. the kind of thing you want to attract as well? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a massive um, inspiration, especially as somebody like Ricky Hatton. It's a, shame, it's a shame he has the wrong team following him, but, I mean, he is, you know, that, that what, what he's done, he's, yeah. he's a legend and, you know, he's just dead down to earth. He doesn't try to be something he's not and the fans loved him and he's a, he's a Manchester legend. And um, looking at the crowds that he used to take over the Vegas and places like that, I mean, I'm proud. I'm proud to represent Manchester and be one of the only, you know, MMA fight. I think when I signed for the UFC, I, I was the first Mancunian, Michael Bisping, but he's not really from Manchester, you know. And I, I, I want to fly the flag for Manchester and, yeah. um, you know, take. I always take a massive following to my fights. Anyway, even I fought in London on Bellator, I took like 200, 200 mm. soul audience down there, and probably 199 of them United fans. So. <laughs> You know, I want to just keep building it the way it's going and uh, and enjoying it, yeah. I suppose for people like me that are a bit out of the loop when it comes to MMA, and I'm a big boxing fan, but MMA I'm a bit kind of, I don't know much about Can you Can you tell us a bit about it, say, for, for people like us? That, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's getting a lot more mainstream itself now, obviously, with like, the likes of Conor McGregor, um, obviously going over into boxing, doing the Floyd Mayweather thing. Um, but mixed martial arts is a... It's a, a, it's a very it's a very big combat sport. It's a combination of all martial arts um, under a unified rule set. Uh, it's a professional sport and has a you know governing body, um, and it's recognised across the world. Obviously, with the UFC being the you could call it like the Champions League of mixed martial arts, um, and they have obviously set weight classes and champions in those weight classes, and also other organisations around the world like Bellator, um, ACB. There's there's so many coming up now. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a combination of boxing, wrestling, it's everything combined into one and you have three five-minute rounds. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, it's a scoring system similar to boxing, mm. but then there's obviously so much more going on. Which fighters do you admire in, in MMA? Um, I always had my, when I was growing up, it was always George St. Pierre. GSP was like, his, his technique and it was unbelievable. Um, but now I, I really like Frankie Edgar. I've trained with Frankie Edgar in New York and New Jersey. And um, he's an insp- it just is just a warrior. He's an absolute warrior. It's just I uh, just admire his style and how he fights. Just take a a brief um, break from the MMA talking and, and get back into talking about United, which is we are a Man United podcast at the end of the day, the Strati Cast. Um, give us your favorite moments as a United fan and why. <sighs> favorite moment? Uh... There's quite a few. I I I'm going to take a guess and say that. There probably hasn't been one in the last five or so years. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. Yeah, you are. You are right there. Jesus. Um, no, yeah, you know. <laughs> Ferguson was definitely manager. Yeah, over the years. I mean, when I was a kid and we won the when, when I was a kid and we won the Champions League, that was uh, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I, because and it was so it's still so fresh now. It's strange seeing something like that mm. happen. Um, so that was like a, a surreal kind of event as a as a fan. Um but I mean the last few years, like you said, it's been a it's not been it's not been the best, has it? Um can you see us win the Champions League in the next ten years? Uh, oh yeah, no doubt about it. I feel like we're um 
I feel like we're still setting foundations. Like I feel like the last four or five years, that's all we've been trying to do. But I feel like now we've, you know, we're like a good two, you know, we're a good two, two maybe three seasons into that. But I feel like it's still going to take us till next year, two years before we really start, you know, putting pressure on big titles and doing what we should be doing, like doubles and trebles, and that's what we do. And I, I can't wait until we're back there doing that. I see it. I see it happening. It's just, it's just, we just need to be patient. So you talked about foundations, and I, I'm kind of getting the feeling from you that you think Jose Mourinho is the right man to take Man United forward. Yeah, I do. I definitely do. Um, it worries me the little bit of pressure that I see on him, and especially on some of the players like Lukaku and Pogba. I feel like they're going to be the they're going to be the, the Champions League winners, like Solskjaer and players like that were. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, I know I know the big price tags, and I know we're a massive club, but we need to. I mean, I don't know. I feel like they're getting a little bit of stick, and I, I'd hate I'd hate them to start playing even worse because of the pressure. Do you know what I mean? Of course. Course. But look, I suppose pressure comes with playing like, with a club like Man United. Yeah, um, definitely. If, if you can't, if you can't take it at Man United, but then you you don't belong there. You know, it's yeah. very tough. The funny thing with that is we're we're gonna keep swapping and changing every time we feel yeah. like someone can't can't yeah. fit them up and take. You know what I mean? We've got to kind of got to be a bit more persistent with them and persevering. But yeah, you are right. They they're, they're the players that do need to step up, and they're gonna. I've no doubt they are gonna be the big game winners for us. But you know, it's still early days. I feel. It's just something that that I always kind of look at too. As being a fan, is if you keep chopping and changing the manager, um, we don't know who to really fully get behind. Like we get a new manager, and thinking right, he's only here for a year or two. Um, mm. how far can we really how, how you know how far can we really get behind him? And then look at the players. The same goes for them. Um, like I, I'd imagine that as a fire when you when you're talking training camps and and different gyms. If you're mm. chopping and changing and changing your training regime or changing your diet the whole time, I, I'm guessing you're going to be all over the place. You need to find what what works. Yeah, I mean, I have, it's like a, I suppose it's in a way it's hard to compare, but like away games. So the lads, are, the footballers are always getting a taste of something different. So I, I will do training camps to take myself out of my comfort zone. I've had the same coach since day one. I've always I've had the same coaching staff and the same team of coaches and training partners around me since day one. And just to take myself out of my comfort zone, I'll go away to Brazil or America and get a little bit of extra training in and pick up some new tips. Just like a, you know, you see, I'm going to Dubai and going on training camps across the world with uh, United and obviously a lot of other football teams. And I suppose it's just to, to do a bit more prep. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there has to be consistency, doesn't there? Um, for us to mount any kind of big offense going forward and to be a massive, uh, massive challenge, especially like winning, winning the Champions League, winning Premier League. That's obviously what the fans want. Um, and yeah, and we, it's hard though, isn't it, coming from having Fergie for so many years? It's a, it's a, it's a tough one because who's the right man for the job? No one's filling his boots either. The thing is, you've got the greatest of all time there, and it's it's so difficult even for Jose Mourinho, who is without question one of the best of this generation. There's no one ever going to live up to what Fergie did, and for someone like me, age twenty two, and I grew up with Ferguson. A lot of people my age find, including myself, to accept something different. You know, we were so used to winning the whole time, and now we're getting the taste of medicine that other football fans had to deal with for so long. You know, like yeah, feels like a level playing field now, doesn't it? In it a does. Way, it does. Point. And if you talk to any Man United fan that grew up in the eighties, and they witnessed Liverpool winning everything, you know, it's a bit mm. like that, I guess. And suppose Liverpool fans twenty so years on, twenty six years without a league title, um. <laughs> we 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 were a long way off that yet, but look, 
Uh, we'll get back to fighting. You, you've just touched on your training there. Briefly, can you talk us through your training? Through your, I suppose, yeah. I, I, I see, I'm watching your Instagram every day. You, you yeah, I mean, I'm training there. a lot of them. Oh, well, actually, I'm actually tapering it down now. This morning was like my last hard training session, maybe tomorrow morning again. And then I won't really do much next week. But I usually do like an eight week, ten, eight to ten week training camp. I'll either go away to America, like I said, or I'll stay here. This one, I did it here. Um, and I'll get... You know, I train every morning. I do my pro, my pro team training in the morning. I go to Liverpool and train at the, the MMA academy with my coach Jason Tan. Um, and I've also got my own MMA academy and uh, my own gym in Salford. Um, and I train there in the evenings. And obviously, we do a lot of coaching and we have beginners in and stuff. So, yeah, my training is split between boxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, do my conditioning. Uh, and I do putting it together as well at the end of the week, my, my MMA sparring. So, there is a lot that goes into it. You know, I have to... I have to balance it right with my rest and my diet, um, but I love it. I love the challenge it brings, and um, you know I love being being part of this. Uh, I know it's just a, I feel like it's a different breed being able to get in there and just fight and just you know let everything go and just I don't really it's unknown when I get in there I don't know what's going to happen. You know I've trained hard and I've prepared, but it's 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 down to the what what happens between me and my opponent, and I love the thrill of that. I, you know I really do love it. Yeah, obviously here in Ireland at the moment, there's, there's lots of coverage of MMA, um, and and the misfortunate and very um sad passing of one of the the, the fighters, a Portuguese fighter, and lots, there's, there's, there's lots of calls for um basically to introduce kind of safety standards and f- fighters and trainers that come out in the news the past week saying there are things in check to check gloves and check everything every so often twice a year and so on. What kind of procedures are you under every year to to make yeah. sure it, it's it's safe yeah. for you? MRI, blood tests, everything. Um, we have to pay that out of our back pocket as well. So the fighters, have, you know, it cost me a grand for my last fight. I had to fund all my medicals. Um, but it's, you know, there's so much. There is so much going on. It is a really professional sport. There's there's so many rules and so many criteria that you have to pass to even be able to fight at a pre- amateur level. Never mind a professional level. Um, but outside of the UFC and these big organisations, on these smaller shows, there isn't the governing bodies um, that. that that are recognising that it isn't, it isn't a recognised sport by the government, you know, like you have, like, Sport England and the way amateur boxing yeah. is and stuff. Um, so there is calls for that, but then, you know, there's big calls for, like, fighters' unions and stuff. It's um, do you see it it's all moving in the right direction, I suppose. You say it comes out of your own box, or back pocket, so if you, if you don't pay it, you can't fight. Is, is that, is yeah, that, you don't true? get your medicals done, you can't fight, yeah. Okay, well, suppose, fair enough, but then again, it's a lot of money coming out of your own back pocket as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know? exactly. Get your sponsors in, and you have to be making sure you're making the fight money back. Yeah, I suppose for safety comes first as well. Um, so, okay, a bit of a after that kind of question, a light one for you here. Um, so if you were to date a supermodel and she supported City or Liverpool, which would you find most offensive? <laughs> I do date a supermodel, and she so she does support Liverpool. <laughs> no way. Now, well, do you know what? She's not even allowed to speak about that football team. <laughs> herself, so she, um, nah, she's not really much of a football fan, but she's a scouser. So, and I'm always like, oh, I did rough about Liverpool. And she's like, I don't really care. I don't, I don't really like football. I'm not so, interested. So to, answer, so to answer the question, it'd be more offensive if she supported City. <laughs> yeah, definitely more offended if she supported City because obviously my I have to say that. <laughs> Very good. Um, listen to this. Have you, um, have you ever had either former or current United players come to your to your fights? Um, no, I don't think I have, no. Because uh. I, I heard recently that um, Jesse Lingard and Marcus Rashford attended a few um, f- 
fights. Yeah, a few shows and stuff. Yeah, I've seen that and uh, seen them like they, they bang. I know there's a couple of them that are, like banging to like watching the UFC and the, see stuff online. But no, I don't think there has been. I always have loads. Of, there's loads of boxers and local boxers come and you know people like Martin Murray, David Price. There's always crawler there always at the shows. Um, yeah, and obviously brilliant. the UFC is supposed to be coming back to Manchester this year, so that's uh, in July. So I tell you what, I plan on knocking this Brazilian guy out, getting on, on that fight card, and then sending a few VIP tickets out to the um, to Old Trafford, get a few of the lads down there. Absolutely. I was going to ask what happens if the UFC come calling. You, you've just answered my question there. So with the, the stakes being so high, you basically asked this too. I, I wanted to say, are you going to knock him the fuck out? Can we lump money on you? He's getting knocked clean. Now, I'm going <laughs> in there. And, pff, listen, I'm, I'm ready to go now. I'm locked and loaded. My knuckles are itching. I'm, I've got a game plan. I've got a lot of respect for him. But when I go in there, I am absolutely looking to take his head clean off. That's it. And that's what I plan on doing in that first minute. Absolutely pulling his head off his shoulders. It, it, it's, it's, it's great to hear that I'm going to walk out. I like Rush, I like uh, white Russian cocktails. I'm going to walk out, and the missus is going to have one waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's great hearing the word respect there because I, I, I watch boxing and it does get on my tits a small when, pe- when people show no respect whatsoever. But you have to go into a fight and basically go in to knock his head off in the very start. You have to have respect. There's a line between um, dis- disrespecting your opponent and then playing up for the to promote the yes. fight. I mean, I'll yeah. talk and I'll promote the fight and I'll, but I won't pretend I'm something I'm not. You know, I'm a, I'm a lad from Salford who got, I've got my feet on the ground. I'm, I'm confident. I'm not a cockhead, but I will talk shit at my opponent if it's going to help sell tickets and then after the fight, I'll, anything that I said is out of line that I, you know, I would apologise for. But when we're in there, I am genuinely trying to put him unconscious. Yeah, of course. And we have four tickets too to give away for, for this fight on the 24th of February at Victoria Rares Manchester, which we'll be pushing on, on Twitter in the coming days. Um, we're going to finish up with one or two United questions. Um, but yeah, sure, if that's okay. Um, so basically, if you could pick one former United player which you have never seen play live and bring him back to today, who would it be and why? One former United player that I've never seen, yeah, like, uh, so I've never seen in the flesh, you mean? Not, you don't yeah, mean on television? Yeah, you can go back to George Best, you can go back to Bobby Charlton. Norman Whiteside, you pick whoever you want and tell us why yeah. they would fit into would, this Man United it, team. It would be it would be George Best just because of the aura around him. You yeah. know, I mean, because I'm growing up, you know, Ronaldo and Keane and all the legends. I, I watched them growing up on telly, so I feel like I didn't see them live, but I feel I feel like I did because when I was a kid, I didn't really didn't yeah. have any money to go to any United games, so I was yeah. never there. Um, but like, yeah, yeah, just the the stuff you see on on George. Best, you know, growing up and just his charisma and how he was as a person, I'd just be it'd be amazing just to see him in the in the side now. Imagine how he'd fit in with um, you know even just the culture nowadays and the way the world spins. It's it's a crazy time we live in, and I think he's uh, I think he'd relish it, wouldn't he? I think he'd love the moment. Absolutely, of course he would. Um, and and I reckon he he'd probably make this side, even though it's quite defensive, a lot more attack minded. You know, he's wiggling around defenses yeah. and. Definitely. And destroy destroy teams, but um and and finally, just um, could you name your all time Man United exile? Your eleven. Oh, bloody hell! Now, yeah, you 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 don't have to have seen these players in the flesh. So I'm giving you a free roam. Yeah. That's a bit more difficult. Starting off yeah. with the goalkeeper. De Gea, I had De Gea over Schmeichel. 
Dutch Michael, okay, yeah. No, the hay, the hay always you might thought. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'd agree with that one, yeah. Bobby. Um, I'd have Dennis Irwin in the back. I'd have, I, look, I, I don't know, I'd have Ferdi, I'd have Rio Ferdinand in the back. Um, I'd have Vidic in the back. Vidic should be there. Um, hmm, I don't know who else I'd put in. Don't, Gar- I'd, put, so I'd Gar- go with a 4-4-2, but I don't know who else I'd put in at the back, just because I'm just like, whenever Gar- I play on FIFA, I'm, I'm a 4-4-2 solid, me. Gary Neville? Hey? Gary yeah, Neville? Yeah. Gary Neville, yeah. yeah throw Gary Neville. I tell you, he's absolute dynamite, though, and always here at the minute. One of our best players at the minute, Valencia. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just love his aggressive-mindedness of getting forward and, and sprinting, <laughs> sprinting at defences. So we love, need a bit more of that. He's one uh, player I'd love, I'd love to see his um, workout, because he's absolutely massive. Beckham, Keane, Giggs, Skulls, you're not going wrong with them four. No. Wouldn't have have anyone else in that midfield. They are the four. <laughs> they are the four. That is it. Class of 92, they're the four. They're, that's it. There's, there's, for me, there's no one else going in there. Um, up front, I'd have Ronaldo hanging. I'd have, and and, and a, a new one who I'd throw in there. Don't know how they play with each other because maybe have a bit of a similar style. But I just absolutely love him. I can't wait to see what he does. Sanchez. Sanchez in an all-time United eleven. No, I thought he's done, but what he's gonna do? I just, I'm just brilliant. That, yeah, no, that, that's a player. fair answer. Yeah, absolutely amazed with him. I just think he's gonna do absolute massive things. So yeah, maybe he's not, <laughs> maybe he's not in my all-time eleven of, of uh, past, but he's gonna be in my all-time eleven of the future. You, you, um, you, you reckon it, when when we speak again in five years' time at least, you reckon Ronaldo him? He, in my opinion, he's gonna be cemented in your all-time eleven. You reckon? Yeah. I think he's just, he's just, the, the United fans are going to love him. I just know, we, I, I loved it. I watched him at Arsenal. He used to terrify me when he played against us. I used to think he'd slice us up. He, 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 <laughs> he's a bit like, I look at look at certain American attackers that have played from the league, like Carlos Tevez, um, even Luis Suarez. Mm. They all have this bulldog fighting streak in them. They do. And when Tevez was, that's, that, he was notorious for it, wasn't he? When they lose the ball, the defenders expect a bite. You know, they they charge it down, they fight for yeah. it back. And fans love that. And they I do. suppose you're, you're probably looking at this too as a fighter and you're looking at this kind of player. Oh, yeah, that's probably why I like him so much because he gets stuck in. But from a tactical point of view, I actually, it worries me a little, because, a little bit because I feel like he, he, he can exploit teams so much, but he's going to tire himself out at the minute, <laughs> making, making up, you know, even at the weekend, you see him getting booted booty to shit because he's trying to make up for other people's mistakes and that's a bit of a worry because I feel like he's going to be a game changer for us. Yeah, I suppose that's where you come into being a team sport whereas when you, when you're fighting you're you're in there by yourself. Definitely. Do you know? Definitely, yeah. Well, look, Pietro, it's... it's yeah, a, it's that, a... that's me starting 10 anyway. I'll leave Sanchez out for now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to it at some point. Look, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you and I really, really wish you all the best in your fight. Um... Everyone here listening is going to really get behind you, and I, I, I'll be keeping an eye out for it, and we'll get these tickets out. Hopefully, um, it'll be a, a full house. Yeah, um, cheers, mate. I appreciate it. It's going to be a good night. Yeah, we'll speak to you again soon, and I suppose, just on, on a last note, are we, are we going to win the Champions League this season? <laughs> mate, it's wishful thinking, isn't it? I'd love, I'd love to say so. Hey, anything can happen in that knockout. Second place? We get second place in the league? Yeah, second place in the league. Definitely. Brilliant. There's more than there is in the Champions League, let's put it that way. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, mate. Thanks a million for All coming right. on. We'll speak to you again soon. Cheers, mate.
Network.